0: Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Hey, guys. I'm Maureen. I'm Jeanette. I'm Tiffany. And we are back with our final Season 2 Bridgerton recap kind of a bummer that's our last one i know but uh we have we have things to say about this one <laughs> we are bringing you the recap of episodes seven and eight and we start off with uh the queen thinks she's finally found the lady on. of course that's that where the scene opens but there's big things about to happen for in eloise's life
1: mm-hmm. i remember when i first watched that like it shocked me when like the carriage rolls up and i'm like oh mm-hmm. like who's that what, what's going on here And, I mean, Eloise, I mean, she sort of kidnaps her. I mean, she, like, forces her, like, to get in the carriage and, like, have this big conversation. And poor Eloise is terrified. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you don't, we don't see Eloise terrified very often. But, I mean, she's, like, which rightfully so, because the queen is scary, you know? And openly (laughs) threatens her and her family. (laughs) Yes. And, like, there's no way, I mean, what can Eloise say? Because she even says if you deny it, it'll be worse. So Mm -hmm. the punishment will be worse, she says. (laughs) I mean, what can you do? And <laughs> Eloy, you get to see the little wheels in her head as she's trying to figure out, like, what do I, like, how do I get out of this? Like, this mm-hmm. isn't, you know, what's going on? <clears throat> but what she gives her, like, three days to, like, decide to be her ally, which I still didn't quite understand, like, what, like what was she going to do for you though like i still i don't know my, i didn't really understand exactly what she wanted from her as far as that goes um probably just <clears with>
0: reports <throat> of the because the whole season yeah. it has been whistle down openly attacking and challenging the queen and so an ally would look like no longer yeah, openly attacking just, or agreeing right. with everything she says and promoting her excellence yeah yeah it was just crazy um also probably giving the queen insider information before it reaches before the newsstands yeah so what, then she you know tells P- Penelope
1: about it Penelope's you know stressed of course I mean for obvious reasons because she's like
0: wait a minute no no it's not you and the thing is is that you know Penn obviously she's hiding that she's Lady Whistledown obviously mm-hmm. because we all know she's her we knew that from right. season one but she was absolutely right what she said to Eloise and I'm saying this now because it comes up worse later on yeah but Eloise did yeah. this to herself she did I mean, yeah. she can blame anybody else she wants, but mm-hmm. this is 100% Eloise, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Penelope, you know, I mean, she's trying her best to figure out how do I get my best friend out of this. Mm-hmm. And um, she's been trying because as the more mm-hmm. Eloise went to go see Theo, the more Penelope tried to tell her, this is stupid, stop doing do this, that. stop doing this. Yeah,
1: I mean, she even goes
0: to like Genevieve like to
1: ask the advice. And I mean, Genevieve gives her advice that as the viewers, we don't want to see her do this because mm-hmm. we don't want to see like you know the relationship between eloise and penelope blow up yeah but then no, looking at it, it's kind of like i mean this is the only way mm-hmm. to get the queen off her back yeah i mean it, it's the only way to do it mm-hmm. and so i mean she's put in a tight spot there like i don't know i, I wasn't mad at penelope for doing it i was mad that she was put in the position where she had to make yeah you know had to do that and she was put
0: in that position by eloise mm-hmm. which is the worst part yeah. it's not even that penelope was just oh crap i've been found out it's eloise screw this up eloise has damaged us all and eloise is forced yeah. me to do this
1: yeah which i mean eloise didn't know i mean what she was doing at the time but at the same, she but should have still, though
0: because the queen is the one who asked her to go yeah. seek out lady whistledown so yeah. if you are hanging out with this print shop where you have already discussed hey this is where she prints her stuff and you're sneaking to get in there i mean yeah you look guilty Eloise you know? is smart enough to understand the implications of that. Yeah. And also, Penn pointed out the implications to her several times. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, though,
1: Eloise is love struck with this whole Theo thing. And I mean, that's a weird concept for us to see because we've, I mean, Eloise being interested in anyone, and that's not, it's, it's really out of character mm-hmm. what we're doing with her. But I guess, you know, it happens, whatever. But I mean, it's definitely,
0: I mean, it's caused trouble, you know, and this. I think she's more in love with the ideas that he presents and the idea of yeah he might be intellectual enough for me rather than yeah. actually caring for him in that way yeah.
1: and the thing is I like Theo I wish this mm-hmm. could have like mm-hmm. been a different scenario because yeah. I would
0: have liked to have seen them be able to work out mm-hmm. but you know and you know Penn says at one point what what happens when Lady Whistledown prints her next issue and of course Nancy be like well then don't print another one because you know it's you but here's the thing Eloise is clearly never Lady Whistledown so she's yeah. never going to be able to do what Penn did. She's never going to have the information that Penn got. And so the queen is going to find out, oh, so you've been lying to me this whole time. And it's not really you. Even if Penn stopped writing Lady Whistledown and let Eloise take over the crown of Lady Whistledown, the queen's not stupid. <laughs> she's going to figure out that Eloise has been faking right. and lying to her. And the queen's not going to think, well, you only did it because I threatened you. The queen's only going to see, oh, you lied to me. And mm-hmm. that's it. Yep. So Penn literally had no other choice. hmm she wanted well no that's not true she could have let eloise be damaged and brutalized and let her family completely ostracized by the queen she could have done it
1: well she wasn't going to yeah (laughs) i mean you know and and she i think i mean Penelope's even having a hard time writing her next column Mm -hmm. Mm because she's like you know i don't think she wants to do this anymore but then eloise says well i'm gonna just confess and say it's me and so that sort of puts her in a position now this part i did wonder and maybe it's because i got the book in my head Mm -hmm. i know exactly was she just a, like was it just to protect Eloise or was she also a little both, I think Jaden that like she was going to take her credit for this because in the book we in the, I mean I don't know not everybody's read the book but you know they think Cressida what isn't it Cressida that they mm-hmm. think that but I think in the book it was that it was Cressida yeah but i just wondered though because eloise like i mean not eloise but penelope kind of gets this like what like no you're not late. i mean it was almost like a little bit of a twinge of like no no i've worked hard you're not gonna like
0: mm-hmm. take. i think that's what it them. was at first until eloise started describing how the queen threatened her and her family yeah and then it became because i mean she's in love with colin right she loves the bridgertons and so yeah. then i think it became it went i think at first she was like ah no that's me that's mine yeah, but once she understood the threats and the implications, mm-hmm. she yeah. felt she had to save the family by ruining them. Because mm-hmm. even when she I'm... went to um, Madame Delacroix, um, she said, "I could never do that to my friend. I could, I right. could never do that." Right. And in the books, it was she even said to Colin several times, "Anybody but her would tell talking about mm-hmm. Cressida. She would have let anybody but Cressida take it because Cressida." Yeah, is- true. Well, she's terrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I wonder too, like,
1: it, it made me think like, what if Penelope had just told Eloise at that moment?
0: Like, I wonder if things would have been different. Oh, I, I sort awesome. of wish she had. But I think what what scared her is, um, because Penelope is, for as strong as she is as Lady Whistledown, she doesn't, she has a lot of fear as Penelope. And we talked about that earlier. Yeah. That This yeah, whole season, she just seemed consumed with fear. And when Penn said, um, I no longer care what she does or does not do, I, she doesn't she does matter to me. I hate her as far as I'm concerned, basically. And I think that it was that moment that Penn realized if she would have told her, I'm leave, then Eloise would have cut her off right then. Yeah. And then she saw the whole Bridgerton family leaving and that Bridgerton's yeah. are the only people that Penn has. But I don't I don't think Eloise would have cut her off at that I point. don't think so either, but I think yeah. that's what Penn thought. Right. Especially right. since Penn spent ha- over half of the season saying how much she couldn't stand with Whistledown mm-hmm. and how Lily Whistledown wasn't anything and went yeah. from distaste to hatred of Lady Usavon and so I think that's I think that's why Penn didn't confess to her
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and Eloise probably this Eloise would have been angry well maybe yeah book Eloise it's I don't enough. think would have but show Eloise would have been angry right and
1: even season one Eloise wouldn't have been but season two Eloise is mm-hmm. something new so yeah yeah I agree
2: book Eloise seems very different to show Eloise to me mm-hmm. really I different Actually, after reading her book I'm like it's like two completely different people to me
1: yeah I think her character is probably the one in my opinion that's the most different from Mm -hmm. the book version I agree especially I I like show version better if I'm being honest because she's spunk I think she's spunkier and she's got more personality than I've seen her in the books really
0: so it's just I don't like the season two version of Eloise like I like her I like how neurotic she is and I she I love the actress and how she portrays Eloise so Mm -hmm. I like that part But her attitude this season, I just did not like.
1: Yeah, and Eloise too, you know, Penelope tried to warn her from going to see Theo even more. She doesn't listen. She goes to see him anyways. Um, The first time around, he, you know, sends her away, you know, and at the time, we don't realize it, but he's trying to protect her. He doesn't want her to Mm -hmm. you know, be seen there again or whatever. Um, But then later on, he calls her back and I mean, he's got like the notes for like that were sent and tells her they were sent in the silks and so
0: that kind of puts her on the trail
1: of Madame Delacroix. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I want to point out again too that it's that same footman who went up to her and he's like, uh, "You have a package," and she's like, "I don't want it. No, you're gonna want this." Like, I kind of low key want her with that footman. I like the footman I do too. I've seen. I, I think it's same I think people are
1: calling footman John. I don't know if that's accurate, um, but I've seen people like, "Who do you ship her with?" or whatever, and it's like Philip, Theo, or Footman John. And a lot of people say footman john
0: because they have He's some chemistry cute, and he like, is cute yeah he clearly for cares for her well-being and wants mm-hmm. to protect her yeah i'm not sure if society would respect that any more no. than Theo, but still you know <laughs> but at least the footman works in a respectable home doing respectable things whereas the footman is dirty and he probably lives in the slum area and you know yeah so i think he can no. step up
2: from Theo in society no fee benedict i mean that's mm-hmm.
0: sort of a yeah that's a sophie benedict situation true true but it's different mm-hmm. for men marrying women like that as opposed to women yeah. marrying men like that
1: so. yeah so yeah what, like later you know the theo and eloise stuff sort of heats up they're going through like all the papers are trying to figure out like what's going on and that was i loved that scene that was a really mm-hmm. cute scene of their yeah. little almost kiss i guess like and poor eloise she just steps back and i don't know i felt so bad for her
0: because she's all she's so shocked by this moment that's like happening Mm -hmm. do you think she stopped and decided to break it off because she was afraid for him or because she was afraid of what it meant
1: uh maybe both maybe both i didn't quite like his reaction to it like you don't have to
0: be so grumpy with her though like i mean but i don't don't think he was grumpy because she didn't fall through the kiss because he immediately apologized and i think he would have left it at that i think it was her saying i can't do this anymore this is all absurd And I think he heard her calling him absurd and her, because when she said, this is all so absurd, it's a lady consorting with a lowly print shop worker. who doesn't own the print shop, he's just an employee. So I think that's what, I think he heard her saying this this is the dumbest relationship possibility it's never going to work it's never going to be here so i i mean i would have been that too. i think i guess but he knows it's absurd i mean by society standards it is absurd but he thought she was different and
2: he thought that she she was doing the same
1: yeah but But she didn't say it i know but i just think he could have been a little i don't know it bugged me just he was so quick to jump and like be like well forget it then get out of here kind of thing like i
0: don't know i didn't It didn't sit well with me, but she was, I mean, she was also on her way out too. I mean, she was, she was, she was the one who started saying, you know, we're done, it's over. But I think that for him, it just shows one that they really don't know each other that well.
1: Yeah. Because it
0: it was a big deal for her, but all he heard her say was how absurd it was. And he thought that she was one who was not, and even Violet says at some point in this, that if what would disappoint her, if she suddenly started caring what other people thought, so he yeah. thought the same thing Violet did that, you know, here's this girl who doesn't clearly doesn't care what society thinks. She wants to be with me just right. because I'm me. And then all of a sudden, no, I could never be with mm-hmm. someone like you is what he's hearing. And so he's hurt and offended. and yeah. it, is, it was a messed up situation, but I get why he did it.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I don't think anybody really knows anybody here because everybody gets married after like one meeting.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. that's true, right? Then of course, you know, we fast forward to the Featherington ball. Very original name, which I thought was hilarious. That Penelope was like, "How original!" And Penelope's telling Eloise some gossip, and it's like the light bulb goes off. Like she, she's finally realizes like Wait a minute, Penelope's been the one that probably knows all this gossip and has known all this different stuff. And so she figures it out. I didn't like. I didn't like how she just went to her room and like totally went through all of yeah, her that's stuff. not like, okay. yeah no why not just confront her directly i mean mm-hmm. i know she would have lied to you but i think i still think i have i have hopes that if like the conversation had went down correctly penelope would have eventually just admitted I that it was me mm-hmm.
0: because but, eloise has never asked her point blank ever mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, technically I mean, penelope never lied to her no he kept I mean, something from her but penelope never even all the times they talk about whistled on, penelope never lied to her about it Mm-hmm. She just never was implicitly
1: forthcoming with <laughs> information. My thing is with Eloise is I feel like it's one of the it's a very one sided friendship, mm-hmm. and I like Eloise, I really do. I think she's spunky and she's fun, and I think she's got a good heart. I do. Yeah. um We see a lot of that, you know, different times. But most of the time with Penelope, it's about Eloise, and it was yeah. last season too. I think I talked about this probably. Like, I mean, you go back to the whole Colin thing. Like, why? Does Eloise not realize that she's in love with Colin? It's obvious. I mean, like we talk about Edwina being like completely blind. Eloise is also blind to this. Mm -hmm. Like this is your best friend. You should have noticed the way her face lights up when your brother walks in the room, the way she talks about him all the time. I mean, I think Eloise is really wrapped up in
0: herself. I think that Eloise thinks that the things that she thinks about are so mighty and so important that everyone else must care more about what she's thinking about than anything else that's going on in their lives. Right. And I mean, I think that right there, the fact that you are so self-absorbed like this,
1: it's probably why Penelope never shared this with you Mm -hmm. and never told you. Because I mean, how could she when all you ever talk about
0: is yourself? Yeah. And how much you hate this person, love this person. I mean, Penelope is because of that, Penelope is so unsure of what the reception would be if she actually told her the truth. She's terrified to lose her. But Mm -hmm. Eloise has no bones about it. Right. (laughs) That confrontation too, like it was so heartbreaking because- Aloise was unaccountably cruel. Yeah, there was no like when I rewatched it. I, I know that we have alluded to this, but I am, and I'm going to say it on the recording because we've talked about this without being recorded. But I am more upset at how they chose to end this season than I am about any other change in season one or season two that they've done. This yeah. one genuinely makes me mad because they destroyed this relationship for no real reason and they altered the course of the rest of the books. Through this one interaction here but eloise was saying so many mean- there was one thing she said about her being on, uh, on the wall about how she clung to that wall no she didn't no one wanted her yeah she didn't ask to be on that wall she didn't yeah. ask to be on the outskirts that's why she became the whistled down because no one noticed her or wanted her we even saw that earlier in the season when those two guys come up to talk to eloise and penelope's actively talking and participating the two men nor eloise paid any attention to her it's like she yeah. wasn't even there She didn't ask to, to be a wallflower. She didn't ask to be on the outskirts of the room. She wanted to be involved in society. And Eloise even found out earlier in the season. I didn't know you actually like this. It's okay that you like it. Well, is it because you're
1: punishing her for it? Yeah. Yeah. When I watched it today, I thought had those thoughts too. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I mean, Eloise is just mean. I mean, like, and I mean, yes, Penelope also comes back with some cruel words and (laughs) I wasn't happy with that, but I mean, they, were more, take? <laughs> they were more retaliation mm-hmm. for what Eloise has already said I mean Penelope would have never said those words to her no if Eloise hadn't said that I mean I understand that she I mean I don't think Penelope I don't think it was the right thing to do to publish that article but I feel like her hands were tied mm-hmm. and there was nothing else to do so I,
0: I'm not angry about that
2: Mm-mm.
0: No, because there was really no other recourse and it's because Eloise and here here's the thing even if Penelope didn't publish that, Eloise was still doing what Penelope said she was doing. Yes. And it was Penelope who continued to say, stop. This is dangerous, stop. So
2: yeah.
0: either way you look at it, Eloise, you did this to yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the fact that, I mean, when Penelope finally agrees <clears throat> and says, you know, you're right, This everything you're saying is true, she's apologizing to Eloise while Eloise is relentlessly attacking her and saying mean and cruel things to her, Elo- Penelope's apologizing yeah and she even says i did this to save you i I had no other choice and then eloise comes back even stronger more hateful more rude and i do think that when penelope said at least i've done something all you ever do is talk about doing something i thought that was accurate mean maybe but accurate yeah no it's true absolutely true and
1: i don't know and then you know to beat it all this confrontation happens so obviously she's absolutely distraught she goes looking for eloise and then she overhears colin talking to some guys which (sighs) also a change from the book i know i can harp on this the book, was in Collins' it, book wasn't
0: it this was in no it was in yeah it was it was in the beginning of Collins' book it was, it was, in, was in the Colin, beginning yeah.
1: of Collins' book we have <laughs> read them all together now it was I also i
0: think it was also in it might have the end the end of been benedict's. benedicts it was in benedicts but they brought it up in the beginning of Collins' book
1: too because benedict yes. and that's the problem like the, i don't know how this situation is going to be resolved of him saying like these things about penelope to these friends because in the books he's saying it to his brothers and Benedict notices him or notices her. And he's like, basically tells him like, dude, you you screwed up. Like you you can't be Mm -hmm. saying stuff like that about her. No one noticed her. So how is Colin going to even realize that he messed up and realize what it is that she's so upset about? Like, it's just messing with stuff. But I mean, Colin, we all knew that moment was going to probably happen. Any of us that's read the books, but what was so strange is, that he said that right after he like called out Jack Featherington and defended the family about and how much he cared about them so it was just so strange to hear those words directly after you've done that
0: but we Mm -hmm. heard him say early in the season you don't count you're my friend so he's just an idiot yes I mean he 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 would defend that it does yeah because he would I think he would go to great lengths to protect them but yes. not ever be romantically involved with any of them at yeah. this point
1: you know though i i do think that he cares for her and i think he just I, it's one of those like you're just an any he just doesn't realize he doesn't understand
0: why he cares for what Like it is i think feelings. if
1: if some other guy swooped in and wanted penelope colin would be like whoa hold on no 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 that, yeah. that's penelope like i think it would like click at that
2: moment but he I mean, was definitely flirting with her some this season
0: yeah. yes he was yeah. sending so many mixed signals to Oh my god, She no had no blush, gosh. so many times. Like every time he would get her excited, so he'd do something stupid to upset her. And she'd be like, oh, wait, I guess he doesn't like me. Oh, he does like me? Oh, wait, he doesn't like me. Like all season long, I just felt so bad for her. That was yeah. the other thing that Eloise brought up is she was almost penalizing Penn for um, disclosing that Marina was pregnant. Um, but I- I'm sorry, do you not realize that that saved your brother? Mm-hmm. That was why she did it? Would you rather him be married to this woman who duped him into marrying him when she didn't love him or care for him at all? Like, it's just, she, Eloise just, <laughs> because she's mad and now all these other things that she would have been grateful for, mm-hmm. ticked her off. And I don't think Colin, uh, yeah, even Colin said something about that earlier this season that if Lady Whistledown hadn't said this, but I mean, think about it, dummy. If, if you would have actually been duped into this marriage, there's a reason why you were mad, you weren't mad because Lady Whistledown, and th- this is what it comes down to is pride. You weren't mad that Lady Whistledown wrote it because it saved you from it. Because if, if it would have been a conversation, you found out before a conversation, you would have had the exact same reaction. The exact same reaction as okay. if lady don't wrote it. So you guys aren't actually mad at this stuff, but it just hurt your pride that it was published. It doesn't make any sense. No. At all. I was
1: proud of him calling out like Cousin Jack <laughs> and like <Yeah>. defending them. <laughs> Cousin Jack. Cousin Jack. I'm going to miss Cousin Jack.
0: I do. I am. I don't
1: know. Or maybe I'm going to miss... Prudence referring to him as cousin Jack more than I'm actually going to miss him. I don't
2: know. I don't think I'm going to miss him too much.
1: <laughs> what did Prudence was say a in addition? There was another scene in these episodes. Oh, when they were talking about the ball, she was like, Oh, where we can. what she said I celebrate my engagement. My engagement to cousin Jack. I'm like, Stop
0: saying cousin when you're talking about getting married to this guy, though. Like, it just cracked me up. I do want to point out, too, that um, in the First, the recaps we did at episode one and two, we kept referring to Prudence as Philippa, but we had it mixed up. So just so you know, I did catch that. I just didn't catch it until we had oh, recorded oops. all the other recaps. So just like no. I can't keep them straight. No. But that was when uh even Portia then was like, to celebrate all of us. Like she can't even commit to celebrating the engagement nope. of cousin nope. Jack and Prudence. <laughs> Now, okay, when Lord Featherington goes to visit the Gentleman's club, Will's Gentleman's club, it's obviously because he found the record of the um, the match from last season, from season one, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Will had arranged to lose so that he could use all the money. What do you think he was trying to blackmail him into? Because it's not like Will knew anything about Lord Featherington's new business or what he was doing. So why do you think it was just so he could have him in his pocket, like if he in case maybe he ever needed anything
1: and also maybe because i mean here if we're going to be doing this this scheme about the ruby mines or whatever maybe he needed like he would meet with people at that club and he needed will to like not be in his business about it i don't know because I, I feel like know. you could do that at any club so that's why i was like
0: what
2: is it what exactly is he yeah. trying to get from will
1: this was just their way of like trying to make Mill will relevant and i'm sorry i don't like will they have nothing to not like him
0: for but i don't dislike he? him he's just He's just there. I don't yeah. need him. I mean, I'm just want There's no
2: relevance to him at all.
0: None. <laughs> I mean, None. if they just
2: got rid of his character altogether, I don't think anyone would miss him. Mm-hmm.
0: Not one bit. I mean, I kind of did like how he, what he said to Colin in front of Lord Featherington. But there are so many other ways that that could have happened. Yeah. Because I mean, that I mean, that I feel like the only reason they brought him back was that he could have that conversation with Colin, Lord Featherington, so that Colin could say what he said about Penelope and be the one who discovers it all. Like, I feel like yeah. that was his only purpose but they were had him there all through the season and then it was just for this one purpose and then we don't see him again
2: yeah I was really confused with Colin when he went to cousin Jack to invest in the Ruby mines because I'm like what are you doing mm-hmm.
0: I don't to be think real- everyone was
2: mad at Anthony
0: for pointing that out I mean that's a big sum to take
2: yeah.
0: I, it's not I mean it's the family's money it's not like it's just Colins to play with whatever he wants right so to take to make a big investment you should Probably like the head of the household, no, the one who balances the books, because obviously he's going to have questions if he just sees a huge sum of money gone from their accounts for no reason. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, i agree And obviously, I mean, the, the reason Colin did it, I think, is because they were getting around everybody in town, and everyone's excited about these mines. But and he heard about it. But is it just yeah. me, or does Colin have the worst intuition of anybody ever? The worst. <laughs> I don't How know. How did he figure out? Because I Will. It showed...
2: Was it just Will?
0: Will said that, and then Colin went digging. He said he investigated. Said, I mean, they didn't really name.
2: show it. They just I showed him. It. We, don't, showed it. You know, we don't know who he
0: reached out to, but he had to have reached out to a contact in America. Probably from mm-hmm. his travels, he had a contact there. Yeah. But they don't say that, so we don't. We just have to assume that that's how. But he said that he, when he told Pen, was that he did digging into him. He found out that all the mines were empty.
1: Yeah.
0: I wish they had showed us because then I, it could have been like a good Colin moment. Mm-hmm. Instead, it, it was just kind of. Oh, I
1: don't know. I, don't know. Yeah. I wish they had yeah. showed us him figuring it out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was really confused by that. I'm like, okay, so you just go up to Cressida and steal her <laughs> necklace and bust it up? <laughs> Why did she not think,
0: I mean, maybe he did it with Cressida because she's so so arrogant and conceited that yes. she thought that he was, because she even said, are you making an excuse to call me tomorrow? Yeah, that's what I think would men try to steal my jewelry too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. The whole Portia and Cousin Jack thing, I like them and oh. then I don't like them mostly because he's engaged to her daughter that just was a little weird to i me. think
0: that's portia's hesitation too yeah. yeah because everything and this is i was watching something i think it might have been the kelly clarkson thing she hates portia i love no. portia i didn't They're agree not- that that was like the only thing
1: kelly clarkson that i did not agree with
2: mm-hmm.
1: like she's gonna watch our podcast but you know
0: if she does like i'm just letting her know like that's the one thing i do not agree with because everything portia has done even last season was for her daughters everything mm-hmm it wasn't being malicious it it was her husband who was the idiot Mm -hmm. and yeah she came up with this scheme here but it was because she had a panic and was like oh i need my daughters to be married Mm -hmm. (laughs) so even that yeah it was a it was a bad idea they were cheating a lot of people but it was about being a mother to her daughters and so when he had first of all when they walk in the room and colin and penelope are in there alone with the door closed very different reaction than when cousin jack and prudence were in the orangery with the door open and glass windows mm-hmm. exactly she was not too okay with it then i, and I so, would have thought that she would have made a bigger fuss like she could but have, it's because her. the the bridgertons were looking to be falling out of favor with the queen mm, and everybody else yeah so she didn't want that connection yeah that's true but with cousin jack she thought he was wealthy and could save them and would keep her in the head of the <laughs> household when she it's it's in that confrontation when um Colin says that he's a fraud he's not real and Portia and Cousin Jack are talking afterwards and he says let's get away tonight she says what about my girls well we'll send for him after or they can come tonight whatever and that's the moment where she realized okay we don't have the same goals yeah I was really proud of her for that like it made me like like I always liked her because
1: I thought she was funny and (laughs) she's entertaining (laughs) but I didn't necessarily think she was like a good person and let alone a good mother I just never really thought that but this moment I was like oh like mm-hmm. you 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 do actually care about their well-being it's not just about yeah. marrying them off to a good family to like better yourself you are you actually
0: care about them
2: yeah yeah I was kind of proud of her at the, mm-hmm. at the end of the season here
0: I think when he kissed her she allowed it to happen because she was so off caught off guard mm-hmm But the moment she was alone, she started running through all the things he said in her head. Yeah, and then she realized, okay, no, no, this is I'm not for anybody who is against my daughters. Mm -hmm. And I love when he came up to her and she said, "Don't you ever touch me again!" Like, yes. And then he called her cruel, and she said, "I am a mother." It almost felt like there was supposed to be another word on the end of that, but it's just that's, (laughs) that's what she said, and it was so perfect, and it was so good, and the the way that she had tied it all up, like I just wanted to cheer hmm <laughs> and she this the estate's gonna travel to the son, first son of one of her daughters and she's like varley's very good at penmanship you know
1: well she is right <laughs> i love varley <laughs> mm-hmm. very
2: good at that she mm-hmm. she has a lot of practice <laughs> yeah she wrote all those letters to marina right uh-huh mm-hmm. i did like the the kiss with them that was pretty pretty hot <laughs> well
0: Poor Portia so i wanted there so to be a way craved for attention and affection because mm-hmm. Her last husband didn't give her any of that. She was constantly yeah. like he treated her like she was trash. Season and three. Like, I want to find, let's find an older gentleman to like
1: yes. swoop in and like mm-hmm. sweep Porsche off. A her wealthy baby. one. Yes. Because even I'm not like, really worried about prudence finding a husband. No. I'd rather Porsche find one. I
2: did
0: I just I just like watching Prudence on the screen because she makes me laugh every time she's on this. So screen. much she's so dumb. Yes. He's so, so 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 dumb. <laughs> <laughs> these episodes
1: had good ones with her like i like it when her and philip are together mm-hmm. because like i think they're funny and they play off each other well and there's always Penelope <laughs> in the background just like you guys are so stupid
0: <laughs> i just, i really like it so much even when Portia tells him that you're leaving yourself self whatever she says she's keeping most of the money but even that it's not like i'm keeping this because i worked hard for it it's This is what we're going to live off of because we no longer have a man to bring in money. Clearly we don't have anybody who can offer us any solace. So I have to do this on my own and I can't get a job. I can't do any of this stuff. So the money we're keeping is just to survive. Yeah. We're keeping most of it, but it's, it's a survival thing. And even that is not a, I worked hard for this money. It's we need this to survive. You're a man and can go do anything. We're women and can't. Yeah. I didn't blame her a bit. (laughs) I did like when she's like, you are free to tell all these people here who are gathered (laughs) outside. nope no anyone can do that the one thing i felt he was right about was because he said um this he was just as much yours as mine if not more so he's right there because i don't think jack would have scanned the whole time no. i think his plan was simply to marry someone who had money yeah and it was it was portia's idea to scam everybody <laughs> so i felt a little bit bad for him with that mm, just a tiny bit yeah not much Portia's well, not stupid she's a very intelligent woman mm-hmm. <laughs> she is and she will sacrifice anything for her daughters. Mm-hmm. And I like that she says, um, I do have a team, three women who are nettling and tiresome. <laughs> she mm-hmm. just looks all the ways that they frustrate her, but she says, but they are mine. And that was was spoken like every mother in the world. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you know, they may get on my nerves, but you know what? They're mine and I love them.
2: So. Yeah. It's funny how all the Featherington women are just so different. <laughs>
0: hmm even Philippa, like she's she's as dumb as prudence
2: but yeah. prudence
1: is more mean than Philippa is as i was gonna say Philippa's like nice she's just kind of ditzy i don't, know, whatever, that she, I don't but... know that i would
0: call her nice but she's not as mean as prudence i think she's nice and she dish. does I openly mean, she... mock like the bridgertons and like the sharmas and yeah penelope yeah well true but hers mm-hmm. are more like just like ribbings it's not prudence is actually like
2: cool a little bit yes. Mm-hmm. yes but she's funny
1: yeah she's very funny
2: i agree they didn't look similar. You wouldn't know they were a family because <laughs> they're all so very different <laughs> except for the hair color. Yep. And it it's which true. <laughs> Penelope's changed
0: like three different shades this one I've season. seen
1: a lot of people talk about that. So, yeah.
0: I didn't notice that, but we know I that my right focus away. was part of it was because in the beginning it was like so bright red, it was almost like bright neon orange. Yeah. And then it went to like dark orange and then by the end it was like a normal red.
2: I didn't notice. <laughs> I, didn't I it really here. It. Now I'm going to have to go back and find it. Yes, really you will have to go back and watch it again. Bummer. Oh, <laughs> so Jack's he's uh, paying for his consequences by himself in America now. Mm-hmm. And the other people that are reaping the consequences are the bridgerton family and the sharma family from their what did uh, colin call it they bungled nuptials <laughs> you hear that in his voice when you say that yeah. <laughs> i liked when he said that that's
0: funny the The idea of to promenade together i like that both the sharmas and the bridgertons had that same idea uh-huh. but even when they wanted to promenade together that was when that was when eloise was founded by the queen because eloise was gonna go down to theo again mm-hmm. but under the guise of i need to go shopping like seriously violet <laughs> You know your daughter so well. How are you missing all these things? I'm Eloise going. does not go shopping. She does not go flower arranging.
1: Like, this none not who she is. Violet is doing that whole mom thing where it's like, you know what? I'm just going to pretend like you're doing exactly this because I don't really want to know.
0: I think part of it, too, is that she was so hopeful that Eloise was finally like, mm-hmm. oh, I do like this stuff. Okay, great. I'm so glad you're into it. I'm not going to rock that boat. Yeah. And she should have realized, so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they all promenade together it was benedict just oh, not benedict anthony just looks so tortured the whole time yeah. and obviously kate and uh the sharmas and lady danbury are, they all have different reactions and it's violet and danbury who have the danbury says hi to everybody as they walk past them and no one talks to them she <laughs> <And> was mad <laughs> yes yeah she was mad it was and so crazy she even said to um and we, we might find you a husband this season yeah and kate says I admire your optimism, but I don't see a way that a scandal could be greater than this one. And then of course, as the Bridgertons are walking through, people are giving them the cut Mm -hmm. and uh, not directly yet. We don't, we actually don't see the cut direct. We just see that people greeting them and then walking away very fast.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But then Anthony spies Kate and he just looks so completely tortured. And it's after that, that they meet together at Lady Danbury's house. (laughs) And those, those are one of my favorite scenes. I love yep. that scene so much I love it yes because they're trying to decide well how to set it right and so they 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 create this narrative that it was a mutual decision you know we're we are all agreed upon it. it's all good it's all fine sure. and what, what Newton came in there what did Newton do to make them both bend over I forget he
1: tried to jump on Anthony's lap and I wanted to point Try out to jump on lap? On An- Anthony's Anthony's lap. <laughs> and I want to point out though that like in the beginning when Kate is still like can't stand Anthony mm-hmm. Newton's like ready to like bite him and like you know barking at him now that Kate has realized her feelings. Well, Newton now likes him, Mm -hmm. and I thought that was fun. fun. But that that scene when Edwina's like everybody's looking at him because I mean, they I'm like, y'all, come on! I mean, it's there, you're lingering, yays like right in front of all these people. And Edwina, I mean, I think I said out loud, she was like, Was I truly this blind? I I think I said yes, yes. Yes, you were. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but
0: there, is that why they stood up? Because they both—I thought—I thought Newton did something to make
1: they went to grab him, but they both stood up to like grab him at the okay. same time or something, and then and their yeah.
0: hands like like inch towards each other when they were standing there, and then it wasn't even just like this like their eyes staring, but like they Anthony had like this I mean, they're like this far apart, yes, like, and he no. started to like have that slow smile come across <laughs> his face as he's gazing at her like. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah. uh Lady D'Anbury says something lines of you two will have to stay on opposite sides of the room. And that's when they both are like, why? Is this confusing for you? Because it didn't seem to be confusing for you yesterday when you were making out in front of the altar. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. God, it's so funny though. Like just all of
1: their sayings just crack me mm-hmm. up. Cause it's like they it's like, do you do you do you all realize that other people can see you? Like, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Because <laughs> like can they're right there but i love that at the same time i mean your their connection is so strong that they don't even really care who else is in the room exactly well they, i don't mm-hmm. think it's that they, they don't can't care; it's it. that they can't control it they cannot control it and that's so attractive i mm-hmm. love
0: it and when they go to the art gallery together <laughs> that one is that's my favorite scene mm-hmm. is when kate walks past him and he just sniffs and he turns his head and lady tameroy has the cough <laughs> He was, that i he mean so appropriately shamed
1: but it. <laughs> it was so blatant the way he like smelled the air after she walked it's those lilies that lily <laughs> bath right or the lily soap didn't mm-hmm. i mean carrie's the one that suggested that to her a couple episodes ago. that's but, you know, the way to get them in i guess
0: but as they go through there it's anthony is walking with mary sharma
2: mm-hmm.
0: and edwina is just being a brat Yep. <laughs> the whole time like do you want ruin to come to your family do you do you want to <sighs> she's even the one who said i think this is a great idea and it's simply because they said anthony and kate said it wouldn't be which is yes. just petty but she just oh, almost so all of episode seven she just ticked me off mm-hmm. the whole time It's not until episode eight that i'm like okay you've redeemed yourself a little bit yes. but yeah. the, all of the episodes that she was so petty she was so mean and then she kept saying that um, kate lied to her and Kate must not believe in true love and all these other like she didn't oh my gosh she wasn't lying to you she was trying to give you're the one who pushed for this Mm -hmm. she told you no over and over again but you wanted it so bad that she was giving up everything for you and I mean she tells her
1: that later you know like I didn't I didn't lie like this was I was lying to myself kind of thing Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: Mm -hmm. when Anthony comes up well first I want to bring up uh, Mm -hmm crusted a cowper and lady cowper i hate those two I, I i hate them yes
2: agreed
0: they that was one She I, she's worse than the book they're way worse than the book but that's one thing that not one but one of the things the show did well yes. Was translate how everyone hated them that translated very well to screen like we all i want to choke her out every time she's on the screen i can't stand her but she's they're mockingly danbury and she's like um no that's my name is on one of the rooms you see the one with danbury above the door i loved that <laughs> that's <Yeah>. mine <laughs> and that was on the the nameless harpy that was in the middle of them i don't know between Cressa and her mom i
1: know it's who like, it was yeah. oh yes
0: lady danbury absolutely oh my gosh shut up shut up yeah. nobody cares about you but yeah. when anthony goes up to kate and he's like we should talk we kissed we did not we did not kiss we did a terrible thing and we could not have kissed because you were my sister's patrolled and i just
1: sadness oh. on his face as she says that because at first he's kind of got that cute little smirk when he's mm. talking about like we kissed and then she's like you know we didn't start saying all those things i mean just yes. the sadness that just rolls over his
0: face i'm just like girl stop kiss him again <laughs> and you know that the reason she's doing this is because she is so she's so hurt by herself and yeah. by the painters she's so hurt by the painter sister feels yes. which i don't think she has any right to feel i cannot nope. say that enough yep. it's your fault you're too stupid to look at things <laughs> i agree for goodness sake you're the one who forced them to spend all this time together and edwina you're the one who said whatever you're doing don't stop doing it so okay. she didn't stop doing it that, that's on you you're an yeah. idiot that's not anybody else's fault but your own exactly but they also, this is where we also find out that Violet's going to host, host a ball, and mm-hmm. she talks to Cressida, and her mom's like, oh, did you not get your invitation? Oh, I'll see if there's enough room. I loved that. And I so expected a different reaction or a different result to that ball. Yeah. I did, but at the same time, <laughs> we
1: got the most wholesome scene that mm-hmm. I just absolutely loved, when mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. at this point, I, like, I didn't think I could love Anthony anymore. <laughs> and then when he hollers at hyacinth and ask her to come down and do him the honor
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's like well this is adorable yeah yeah and i mean we just got to see many cute like within that dance we also get to see you know gregory's dancing with lady danbury which is mm-hmm. really cute and then you've got eloise and benedict who are like my favorite yeah. sibling duo like i love seeing them together so mm-hmm. it was just and i feel like in that moment edwina should have realized and i think maybe she did get a twinge of like like when Kate and Anthony finally get paired up together, just the happiness on their faces. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you should notice this and you should realize yeah. like
0: they make each other happy. I mean, it is what it is. And it was short lived because mm-hmm. the moment the dance is over, I think it was at the dance, and this is where I really wanted to slap Edwina when um she told Kate told Edwina, you're being cruel. Mm-hmm. And she said. I, the one thing I know for certain is I am more kind hearted than you and just started it like, yeah, shut up. It made me really mad. self-involved high and mighty little prissy <clears throat> bad word. Yeah. You don't get to talk to her like that when she's sacrificing everything and has continued to sacrifice everything, even for Mary and her entire life has been nothing but a sacrifice of service to you. And you have the gall to say these horribly hurtful things when one, you can see that the first time ever, she is happy in someone else's presence where she's not stressed out. She's not angry. She's not trying to find out where your next meal will come from because you're out of money. She's just had a moment of joy and you have to rip that from her. Yeah. Edwina has known nothing but joy and privilege because of Kate. And I just, aha, uh, I get so mad with It makes
1: me mad too, you know.
0: And obviously no one showed up to the ball. We find out later on when the on papers come in is because, you know, Eloise has been called out.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And Eloise is very upset and Anthony has to go out. And that's when Kate says, or that's when Edwina says something horrible to Kate she has to lead to. I thought that the speech is here were more, I, I think these speeches here were better than the bane of my existence speech. Uh, I really do. I mean, I like I like
1: these too. I'm not going to lie.
0: Um, because he said at one point, how did he word it? I wanted him to write, I knew I should have written it down, but he's like, my very reason for breathing. Yes. Or something like that. Oh, and I'm not going to write. Right.
1: I did write it down, but I didn't bring it in here. Oh, he said that all I'm able to find myself able to breathe for. Is
0: mm, that's what it was. Yeah. Good and God. he said that despite... Despite all my obligations, despite all these things I'm going for, despite all these things that I have a duty and obligation for, all I want is to be near you.
1: Yes.
0: And I just, I thought that was way better than the man in the existence speech. Because it's just, and then I when mean, she, I like them both. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: But I just think this one was just so much more of a confession of, yeah. of love and desperation to yes. be with the person who makes him happy. Yeah. And he even goes out to say, um, goes on to say, that um when he finds out that she's done everything for her family and yeah. he finishes the sentence for her and she's like everything i've ever done he says has been for them mm-hmm. and she's telling him to go and he says, like, why because we might actually do something for ourselves for yeah. once
1: yeah and just oh my god i will agree her. though he does and then even i mean I, we won't go into detail here thank you because <laughs> maureen doesn't want to no but i do just want to touch on the whole like go inside. I know, no. like oh my god! And then just there's like a breath that he takes, like this, like almost like a growly breath. That I was like, Andy, my goodness. But
0: that's all it took. You know, mm-hmm. they have
1: a nice night.
0: And that's when she says, "What did I say about you
1: and your rules?" Like, and I mean that is her girl you are just antagonizing him at this point
0: like, but he's also doing the same to her he knows exactly what he's doing to her too oh yeah I mean it fuels their fire
1: <laughs> it does
0: it's because it it's a challenge fire. and that's what they both crave is a challenge they don't want easy because easy isn't worth it yeah and it never is yeah. I mean you look at yeah. you look at anything in your own lives nothing that's easy yeah. is worth it yeah but and I mean this, this is something that they actually have to fight for
1: yeah i I just want to point out too like when he wakes up the morning after the sheer joy on this man's face it's like oh my gosh he was so so excited to find her next to him and
0: then she wasn't
1: there she's not there but i mean she's obviously replaying
0: it all in her head like she's she doesn't know what to do so i have to say um, so that that scene in the gazebo was easy to fast forward through I was like, okay, sweet. I can just pass. I don't know anything I got about that. So I didn't get for But for me, I was and like, okay, reload. I got it. I got it. But then it's they reload. woke up the next morning. I'm like, okay, sweet. It's done. And then she's in a room. And then the sudden you're hit with a flashback. Oh my gosh. There's what more. is no? It's like, but well, wait, there's more. And then flashbacks I, were even hotter than the original. It <laughs> so great. uncomfortable. And so, but the, here's the thing though, is the flashbacks, they would stop. And then they go back to her and you're like, okay, it's done. And then the moment oh. I'm comfortable with it being done, there's a worse one that comes back and it just, <sighs> i was just not prepared the first time i saw it the second time my finger just hovered over the
2: 10 second thing so i just kept it in the 10 second thing forward well, she's using I... all the wrong words Jeanette. huh so she's using all the wrong oh. words <laughs> we don't know anything about
1: that though maureen probably the listeners don't either because we all were going backwards like let's, wait 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 did i miss <laughs> kelly clarkson yeah, that when she one gave one her time. review and she's like i just i had to run that because i didn't remember seeing that before <laughs> i i I, I will admit i did the exact same thing now because i was like hold on hold on hold on that that didn't happen right and so i took it back i was like nope
0: that was new. there was there was one scene that made me very uncomfortable that was in her flashbacks like, like that's what that's the oh, scene oh, that i had oh, to gosh. rewind
1: because i was like well that didn't happen did it i need to I, go check it out again i was <laughs> very
0: uncomfortable <laughs> i did not even so when i rewatched it last night i was like oh now i don't remember the exact time this happened so i i didn't even watch in between the flashbacks i just got to the whole thing and then i turned it back on when he, she's out riding i almost said riding her bike riding her horse yeah <laughs> and the, and It's kind of like but well, she's yeah. she's just so distraught the next morning that she can't and she can't escape these thoughts she can't escape what she did and all she longs for to do is to escape what she did because yeah. she can't figure out what she feels what she does
1: and poor guy i mean he's having the opposite reaction here he goes he gets the ring he's gonna propose to her and he goes there and she's not there and of course thankfully like he knows exactly where she's headed so he He goes there in the
0: pouring rain to to her the look i mean Jonathan bailey is so good at his job (laughs) i mean the man deserves an award just
1: for like his facial expression Mm -hmm. i have never i've never seen anyone who who can convey the emotion he can with like this part of
0: his face this whole season i'm like and when he looked at her falling off the horse like and he does this thing like where his whole body (laughs) goes into like tremors and like how do you make your body do that on command like that you You know and i noticed something else too
1: Uh, until that moment when he is scared and he sees her fall off it has been miss sharma miss Sharma. he hollers out kate Mm -hmm. and it was just like i didn't notice that till the second time i watched it and i was like i mean it's because like i mean he's so like I don't know because they talked about how like I mean obviously you didn't do that you weren't going to call them by their like first Mm -hmm. name until it's like something you know serious or whatever but I don't know I just noticed that and I just thought that was interesting that he had never done that before like Mm -hmm. even in our scenes that we saw we did
0: not hear him call her Kate Mm -hmm. until that moment yeah because that was that was something that was reserved only for intimate relations like cousin Jack (laughs) cousin Jack
1: love it but man, I mean, he just, I was scared too. Cause I mean, I know like in the books, they do a little something where like, there's like a carriage accident or I don't know, something. But like when he like picked her up, she's like, got, she's bleeding. I was like, oh my mm. gosh, where where are we going with this? And I mean, he he like he picked her up. And I mean, it's soaking. He's just like,
0: soaking wet. It's pouring mm-hmm. down the rain. I mean, he just pff, scooped that her right was up. Something and- I really appreciate because in a lot of shows, when you see the man carrying the girl or mm-hmm. whatever, it's yeah they make it look so easy but you could tell that like Jonathan Bailey was doing the work
1: yeah and she's I, a I tall appreciate... woman I mean not I mean she's you know so I mean but it's still she, I mean carrying another person
0: is, through yeah. rain and through in and grass should and, it should be hard yes and yes. He, Jonathan Bailey you could tell he was actually doing the work and I I appreciated that I appreciated that it didn't make it so kitschy Hollywood that it didn't look like anything it was oh he's
2: so strong and masculine he's not even struggling and I yeah well, well I mean like, even,
1: yeah, because I mean, even strong and masculine, like you're, it's gonna be hard to pick up a dead mm-hmm. weight, full human being. Like, yeah, I mean, because the woman playing Kane, it's not like she could be like, oh, here, let me help you. Yeah, because I mean, she's supposed to be passed out. You know yeah. So I like that too. But I mean, he gets her there, and she's so scared. And I loved how like Benedict also showed up and like was there for it. And I mean, I think that's the moment he's realizing all of this. And I mean, Anthony, Anthony is just so scared of like losing her.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, even when and, he's like ordering the doctor around. And he's giving the doctor a report of all the things he found. He's like, I put pressure on it. And then he's yelling, get her a blanket. She's still shivering. And the doctor has to say, let me do my work. Yeah. And the look of absolute searing pain on his face when he looks at Edwina and Mary and then back to Kate. Yeah. It's just, oh. huh It's all just
1: flashbacks to what happened with his dad, you know, and just seeing all the pain that this is causing. So
0: it's terrible. This is the only season of Bridgerton that I actually cried and it's because of episode eight with Anthony It's because of Jonathan Bailey mm-hmm. and he's just yeah nuts it's nuts yes When this is when he explodes on Colin for taking all the money but he also is who else does he yell at Oh, he yells at
1: everybody because he even tells Benedict to go back to his doodling that was the only one that I got mad at I was like yeah I'll
0: quit, quit that leave him alone and his doodling like but he there was something specific he brought up to to everybody oh he they uh, lost three servants And no one told him. And then Colin took out money, but it was because everyone else started to to chime in. And Eloise is no one allowed to do whatever whatever they want. And clearly, that was the wrong thing to say because she's the reason why the family is struggling so hard right now. Yeah, and he told her that too. So yeah, yeah. I think that one was kind of deserved. Personally, I thought the Colin thing was deserved too. Yeah only benedict you should have left him alone yeah because benedict <laughs> has been nothing but helpful and kind and funny and was it that scene or was another one where he called anthony over he's like is there anything that um you should tell the family or mainly me mm-hmm. brother but he said it like <laughs> behind scene. a sketchbook was it yeah. that scene
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah and i don't think we have this in our. so while we just got benedict on the table here like i don't think we put this anywhere in the notes that he that he finds out these episodes that anthony like paid um yeah. to get him into the art school and I know that hit him so hard and I didn't think about this because I think I was so focused on Kate and Anthony, like at this point in the show the first time I watched but I wonder if this is a way I, I thought this could be a way that we're leading into his story because yep. in his story because I was wondering what we were going to do with that because the big thing is that like, Sophie's the only one that really knows that he draws and he does all this stuff mm-hmm. but maybe he's going to give some stuff up and she's going to somehow be the one to bring him back into like his his passion for yeah. for art and stuff so
0: because even when be, I love how much they bring rain into this <laughs> because even in Benedict's story like that's he's in bed for days because he got sick in the rain bringing Sophie from that party but yes. that's when she sees the drawings on the table and he's like no I, I thought he, I thought he said he used to but I think they tied that in in this episode when he because I thought for sure after he talked to Anthony that mm-hmm. he would go back to the studio and continue to work in the academy yeah because they did get credence to what he was doing they said, yeah. well, I thought you weren't going to be any good, but you are spectacular. Yeah. But when he closed his, he looked around the, the room and then he closed his pencil box. Yeah.
1: It looks think- like he's
0: done. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, I, mm-hmm. he's just doubting himself at this point. He's <laughs> doubting whether it's his abilities that got him there.
0: And mm-hmm. even with everybody telling him that. So, I mean, so I mean, maybe part of him too wants to make it on his own merit.
1: So yeah. let mm-hmm.
0: me try again on my own when I'm ready. Yeah. I love so what Anthony says to him though.
1: Yeah. He I mean, was like, I mean he's basically like dude you would have still done this it's just you know he was just
0: helping him out like it wasn't but even beyond that when he says you want to paint paint you have it is one of your many great great attributes yeah along with knowing what people need before they needed themselves
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i'm so
0: glad somebody finally said that to benedict because benedict is fantastic And nobody gives him enough freaking credit
1: yeah and see i think he's great too like i mean i just i look forward to it because i think he's going to be another that's just going to absolutely rock his season yeah um
0: absolutely and i love i love that it's kate that brought this is how love transforms and that's what violet has been trying to tell anthony all season long kate is the one who makes him recognize these things because once he tapped into how he felt for her he was able to see how he felt for other people because yeah. you can't you can't haul that side off and then still have love for some people but not others
2: mm-hmm. you either have to block yeah. it all
0: off or you have to let it all out and i mean talking about crying the season i
1: don't think i cried any it, w- it was the moment though that violet goes in to tell him that <sighs> kate has woken up <sighs> and this man oh my god like i just i know we've said it too many times already but like i th- i think he's one of the best actors i've ever seen i mean i i'm, I'm gonna say that i'm gonna put it out there because he just absolutely breaks down. It's like this this relief. And again, his breathing. Like he mm. he like he just he conveys so much motion in just like his breathing, which is just I wild know. to me. I mean, he doesn't even have to speak a word. It's just in his breath that you know what he's saying. And it's just like this release that he lets mm-hmm. out. I and mean, he just lets go and just starts crying. And even Violet looks completely like, oh. Wow, like i think she knew that he had feelings for kate but i don't think until that moment she realized exactly how strong those feelings were mm-hmm. and i love that conversation that they have that she tells him you know like no matter i mean we know how depressed she was we know how much she went through but she's telling him like i would do it all again mm-hmm. because true love is worth it and yeah
0: ugh. the other scene that made me emotional anthony was um when he and gregory i don't want to
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And you could tell, like sorry. when Gregory asked about it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and he said, "Am I anything like him?" The look on Anthony's face was like he never wanted to be asked that question ever, because he worked yeah. so hard to not dwell on anything that could cause him pain or cause him. Because any any pain, any love, any anything like that is going to direct him from his purpose or redirect right. him from his purpose. Right. And so those were those were two scenes that I and I did cry when when he brought. Kate into the room and he kept saying it's my fault it's all my fault everything's me that I, I cried a little bit then because he just yeah the look of absolute pain he produced on his face was like that was one where I was like oh, like my breath got sucked out a little bit because just like you could almost like feel his pain in yourself <laughs> and that's yeah. what it was on the couch when violet walked in there and just even it's even the way he put his fingers on his head that the way he held his head with just the tips of his fingers like he was afraid to touch more of his of his own face and like almost like he would be afraid he was afraid he was going to shatter and of course he goes to see her
1: he tries to propose and i've never been so mad at kate in my life which at the same but i understand like she at that point she thinks he's proposing out of obligation how can Um,
0: you think that over all the conversations you've had though? i get that he started off with i took advantage of you i get that that's what we start yeah. off with
1: i think it's just more of and i mean again we don't really tap into this like we do in the books i don't think in you know i mean she doesn't believe that anyone could desire her or love her in those ways i mean, what if for whatever reason she just doesn't believe that's possible and so um, that's well we do get opinion.
0: a glimpse of it when she's talking to mary yeah yeah and yeah. i think i'm glad mary said all that stuff i think mary said it too late well, but that's I'm what's you know, Mary
1: and even Edwina coming into episode eight. So like they were finally the characters in that episode mm-hmm. that I loved in the books. Yep. But they didn't become
0: those characters until that last episode. Exactly. And this is where we hear Kate say, you took me in as a daughter. I owed it to you. And Mary's saying, you didn't owe me anything. I, you were my daughter. I loved you as a daughter from the moment I met you that, that you don't have to repay me for that. Yeah. And this is where Kate confesses to her that they um, skipped a few steps in the relationship and that yeah. that's the only reason he wants to propose to her.
2: Yeah.
0: And I just, I get why she's feeling the way she's feeling because she doesn't feel like she has any worth or value because, I mean, first of all, society tells her mm-hmm. she doesn't. Her, yeah. who she views as her mother, her grandparents very clearly say you're useless and worthless and you have zero value. Mm-hmm. And then to further on top of that, Mary seemed to take Edwina's mm-hmm. side do yeah. this whole thing so that had to have stung yeah so i get why she's coming where she's coming from but after all that anthony said to you after all that he's fought through he's, after all these things you really can't i mean
1: the man said that all he can find himself able to breathe for mm-hmm.
0: is you like really doesn't get any better than that yeah and i think it comes down to too what anthony said is he said you're running away mm-hmm. and then she just said go yeah so you're gonna make Uh, him run away
1: (laughs) pure heartbreak but i think finally like she has a you know i mean when she's able to have heart to heart with edwina and like really have those discussions and Mm -hmm. they can finally hash it out i mean this is sort of the moment that i think she feels like maybe it's okay to to want this i think
0: she's still a little unsure until she is unsure yeah go to that last dance together but and that's edwina says the line um you don't even know yourself, which is accurate because all she's ever known mm-hmm. is caretaker and yes. supporter, and that's it. That's who she's been. She hasn't been able to tap into herself because she's had to care for this selfish kid and her mom. But uh Edwina says something along the lines of I'm gonna paraphrase here, but I don't like who you and I have become.
2: Let's figure mm-hmm. out who we are together.
1: Yeah, I liked that a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, the dance was oh, wrecking ball. I wrecking love verse. that rendition of that song. Oh, so good. I mm-hmm. love
1: love it me too that whole
0: moment is just so
1: I I like first though that I want
0: to point out is that the very first dance that Kate and Edwina have when they go to the Featherington Ball is with each other that's true yes and I think that's a vital thing too yeah I agree and it's Edwina that encourages her because once Edwina let all this stuff go and she even said to Kate while you were sick all I could care about was you getting better that's Mm -hmm. it yeah. And so that, that prompted her to realize what she was being. So she wanted Edwina, or she wanted Kate to be happy then. And yeah. then the queen comes in. So the queen is watching this dance unfold and you yeah. see all these ooh, s- snotty, crappy people around them saying, oh, is that why it's canceled? Is that why they did this? Is that why they did that? Yeah. But I, what I was, mean, it, it was though. But... I know, but the way they were alluding to it, it wasn't like anything untoward happened. No. It was no. because they felt they things were, were other people. Yeah. Yeah. But there was this, one part of the dance when um anthony's who kept looking around the room and kate kept her eyes she solidly says, on him
1: this is a moment that gives me butterflies in the tummy every time i watch
0: this scene like and but it's anthony who says because she says do you want to stop and he said just keep your eyes on me
1: he said but, keep looking at me
0: no one else matters
1: i've watched that scene like a, a million times like but it's anthony's eyes that keep wandering around the room yes I think, and I think he was at first like a little concerned, but then I think once he saw her concern,
0: it was like, but I think his concern was for her. Yes. Not for himself or how he was viewed. He was wanting, he was, I think he was a little afraid of what people were going to say about her. Everything
1: about that whole dance is just perfection. Even Mm -hmm. before they start dancing when he, they're having their cute little banter about like, you know, how many finger and he's got this most adorable little smirk. He flips from his like three to four. I mean, I'm just, everything about this whole scene is just, like you said, the music, that wrecking mm-hmm. ball is, that is probably my favorite song from this season. Like yeah. I adored mm-hmm. it. And I mean, just some dancing, I loved there's that moment where they like bring their hands down and she does this little eyebrow Mm crinkle. and I'm like well here we I mean this is a facial expression I mean like she's just there's so much sadness in it and it's just it's beautiful I just Mm -hmm. I love the scene it's probably my favorite scene Mm -hmm. of all season
2: even when the dance is done they just both stand there and stare at each other Yeah, everybody's walking right past I love that visual Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah and they're holding hands too the whole time
1: yes Mm-hmm. and i love the queen too like I saying I mean, up. taking up for them and and edwina too saying i think they look beautiful mm-hmm. you know i mean both of them just you know agree and then i love what follows that when the queen's like have you met my what my you nephew my, have, have i have i told you about my nephew he's a prince Handings, and the available. Like, which I kind of like. I'm like, can we bring too. Prince Frederick back? And like, mm-hmm.
0: that's a good I'm all match, for actually. that. I'm all for that. I like that. But I like, like to
2: Cressida's face in her mom's face. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cressida loses the prince to another one the second time. Nope. Even before that, the queen, when um, they were, she heard the whisper, she was so disgusted. And I love this aspect of the queen because she realized in that moment the love that Kate and Antony had for each other that they tried to deny is just uh-huh. as strong as hers was with the king and they couldn't deny it either. And yeah. that's what flips the switch. And the queen says, no, the wedding did, the wedding didn't go forward because I decided it shouldn't. I changed my mind. And she said, what, what was the question she asked?
1: Or no, it's when that's when Edwina says, I think they look beautiful. And she said, beautiful indeed.
0: And then she kind of wants them all to agree. Yeah, but she, I thought she asked a question because they were like, oh, oh, yes, your majesty. Yes, your majesty. Maybe she don't said, don't you agree? Are, maybe I think yeah. she says, don't you agree? And then yeah. there, you know, yeah. <laughs> the look of annoyance on her face when she gets no response and then she has to repeat
1: it again. But I, I love that about her. I mm-hmm. love that she's so tough, but like mm-hmm. her sweet, her little soft spot yeah. is to talk about true love and then you got her you know like if she sees two people like actually in love with each other she's going to be rooting for them. Mm-hmm. that's what did it for you know she was upset about the whole simon and daphne thing until yep, he yep. made
0: that speech that like proved that he was madly in love with her mm-hmm. you know and and i think even carrying a bit more weight too was watching in the last in episode six how Edwina was with the king mm-hmm. and she felt completely <laughs> honored by Edwina and what she did and how she hit it because Edwina yeah. could have gone and said anything done anything told everybody and she yeah. didn't do any of those things and even fun. even earlier like because she was offering Edwina those necklaces in episode six and earlier in episode seven when Lady Danbury we can't talk about this either but we had Lady Danbury over there and Lady Danbury was like I'm surprised I got an invitation from you yeah and what she says, she'll send some necklaces or something like- <laughs> because <laughs> she said we're so concerned about uh Miss Sharma's recovery and she, yes I'll send some necklaces over there too to help.
1: What's that gonna do? But I mean, I'm not gonna turn down the necklaces if the oh, queen wants to send them. To me. queen. I mean, that's still free. the on the body on the bed. Do. There you
2: go. <laughs>
1: oh, it's pretty. Please do. Uh but then of course, you know, the now this this scene when he walks out into the garden and like tells her that he loves her. This is another favorite of mine. I don't know if I can pick a favorite, like to be honest with you. He, every scene with Anthony and Kayla is your favorite scene. She, she said that <laughs> like every time. <laughs> but I mean, like, Anthony, like, I mean, his speeches this season, like every mm-hmm. single one of them, you're like, oh my gosh. Because even in this one, I don't have this one memorized. But when he says something about, like, well, oh, I love, like, when he just, you know, I loved you since, what does he say, since our first, like, Race in, the park. In the, rake in the, race in the park break in the park <laughs> <race>. <laughs> um, what does he say I loved you at every dance and every time we're together and every time we're apart and then when he does that whole like you must feel it because I do I mean
0: just and didn't know. he also say something along the lines of you don't have to agree you <laughs> don't have to acknowledge it but you have to you, that's what he says but you must feel it
1: because yeah. I do And then there's something else about like when he says he'll humble himself like I don't don't have all that memorized but this was this was a great speech as well. (laughs) I loved it.
2: I am sad we didn't get to see their wedding though. A little bit.
0: But I guess because we've already had a wedding there was Mm -hmm. just and I they probably because of the in the books it was a bigger deal Mm -hmm. than it was Mm -hmm. in the show and in the show they probably didn't have a big deal about it because he was engaged to her sister and it was a big scandal when it broke off so they probably logistically in that time they would have had a small gathering with very few people there right just to get married and then go on their way
2: but i like it's it, like the it, ending scene we got yes. there. what are they playing palm all Mall. Yeah.
1: yeah
2: yeah that was so funny
1: they're cute. I mean, it's just all like I don't know. I just it's also funny to me that they just like talk about how they're like I don't know. You just blatantly like discussing how they're not down there and like you know. I'm like oh my gosh, like you're talking about this in front of your mothers. Like
0: <laughs> I don't know, which would have been very awkward. abnormal for that time period, and making out the way they did on the palm oil course would have also been yeah, very abnormal for I that know. time period.
1: But maybe you well, know you Everybody is so happy they're finally together. Maybe nobody's like Mm -hmm. saying anything. Just whatever. But I loved it when they they do finally get down there and they're like, you know, we've picked our mallet. Mallet of death is still there, and Kate
0: snatches it up like so fast. Um, I love I love Anthony's reaction to the sound (laughs) because you just hear him go, "Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah!"
1: And then when Newton steals the ball, and of course they both yell at Newton, just like a married couple, like you know, yelling at their child or whatever, which was really cute
0: he's your Um, dog he's yours by marriage but he doesn't listen to me she says and you
1: think i I do do. (laughs) but all of that is just it's so sweet um what else oh and then they were like so do you all does that mean you all are forfeiting and both of them are like no like are you kidding me i think it's just i mean they're just so well suited for each other Mm -hmm. i just Mm -hmm. i love it so much it was
0: and the look of sheer joy on violet's face yes as she watches them out there yep
1: yeah and Daphne too because they they do that shot of her like that she's just you know happy to see him I mean I mean think about Anthony like in that last scene versus like Anthony that Mm -hmm. we've seen like in season one yeah different man entirely like he's so he's so beautiful when he's happy I just want to say that way
0: less wavering in his thoughts and opinions and desires because when he was trying to fight it he could never be he his head wasn't straight it was yeah. back and forth on everything i'm up i'm down i'm here i'm there and when he's happy it's oh, there's a clear course
1: it was nice
0: mm-hmm. it was I, loved it. I had to fast forward to the ending too i wasn't prepared for that either the, the one scene near the end <laughs> not prepared for that but i did <laughs> I, I did like the pommel i like that they I, I hope that they continue you probably to didn't that.
1: get to see his beautiful face then either like he's looking at her like so lovingly
0: when she gets up like it's just It's beautiful. <laughs> I don't know. But I hope because wasn't there more than one book that ended with Paul Mall? I think Paul
1: Mall shows up in a few different like I feel like I've seen it. I don't know Tiffany, you've read
0: them all recently. Does it show up again?
2: <laughs> they they mention it in like most of the books
0: because I, I hope that they tied that in from now on. I like that we ended with palm It's in Colin's book. It's a Colin's book. book, yeah. I think because all, I think, they, think it's at the it's at the it shows up at the end in Antony's for the first time that's that might be in her epilogue that she goes back and rewrites Mm. see that's where i get confused on her epilogue sometimes i don't know which book those were in (laughs) some epilogues are really
2: confusing with all all of them she wrote a second epilogue
0: though that's why because there was an epilogue and then she went back and she redid them with a second epilogue once i think once the show got picked up yeah second epilogue second epilogue in anthony's book has um that's where we find out that pen and colin are together Pretty
1: sure. Uh yes. These
0: I are like hear. hour-long
2: epilogues. I have never seen an epilog any so other long. <laughs> they're so long. So that's where we end. Um mm-hmm. the season two.
0: Speculation on where it's gonna go is either gonna be Penn and Colin or Benedict and Sophie, or Eloise and whoever, because
1: I think we're going to do Penn and Colin and maybe set up for Benedict's story and possibly Eloise's story. I think all of the I feel like all three of those will be done a little bit in next season
0: but I think the focus will be Penn and Colin.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I wish like I like because like when you read Colin's book you get obviously him and Penn but then you get the tail at the end of the book you get Eloise and Philip
2: mm-hmm. and
0: you kind of get that in all the books where it's just but in the show, I feel like outside of course we've only got two seasons, but the first season is focused so much on just Daphne and Simon. I wish we had less ensemble and more focus yeah. on the couple who's who's it's about, yeah. and just which tidbits mean, here and there.
1: Yeah, maybe going forward, they will be more ensembles, which I'm okay with. Well, that. They are it's now this- already yeah well I mean like I don't want you to go back next season and it's only pin Colin when you didn't give me a whole Kate and Anthony like mm-hmm. if you're gonna make an ensemble it's gonna have to be like that from here on out in my opinion <laughs> what or if it, it comes to awesome. Bennett
0: and Sophie and they just want to make that about those two well they can do that <laughs> just and about possibly the people I Francesca like. <laughs> and Michael because I'm really liking that too so all right well we don't know what's coming up next week but just because season two is over doesn't mean the conversation has to stop so you can join us in our Bridges and okay. Family Fan Club which is Bridgerton Bridgerton Family Fan Club on Facebook. Come over there and let's let's get the conversation going. Let's let's bring it up more. Let's talk about your theories. We you want to see happen. We're always doing some fun posts on there, and there's a lot of fans in there that have the same heart. We talk about the show, but Sorry. come on over there. Come on over there and enjoy the conversation. Start a conversation, and let's uh, let's talk more Bridgerton and let's speculate. If you can find any articles, let us know about next season because I want. I've heard Jeanette, Even you said tonight that uh, there's been confirmation that it's and Collins next. I want to see where the article said that. So if you find it, send it to us. On that note, see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. For our listeners craving more, you can search for all 16 of our groups on Facebook by searching Family Fan Club. Come on over and join the conversation. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok under Fandom Family Chats. We try to always make sure to have something that will entertain. Of course, we'd also love your feedback, the good and any bad, and you can provide that by emailing us at familyfanclub2021 at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our website coming soon, where you'll be able to buy FFC merch and merch about some of your favorite TV shows with some favorite sayings and images. We're also working toward hosting a Comic-Con style event in 2024, where some of your favorite fandoms, cast, crew, and fans alike, will come together for a fun-filled weekend. You can find those announcements on our website coming at you soon. Keep watching and listening. And as always, don't forget to share and subscribe.